Welcome to The How of Business with your host, Henry Lopez, the podcast that helps you start, run, and grow your small business. And now, here is your host. Welcome to episode 400 of The How of Business podcast. This is Henry Lopez. This is a special summary episode focused on sharing general information about the podcast, highlighting some of the common questions and topics that I often either help my coaching clients with or that we have addressed on episodes of the How of Business podcast and the resources you can find at thehowofbusiness.com to help you achieve your business ownership dreams. Thanks to all of you for listening and supporting the How of Business podcast. Since I launched it in 2016, this podcast has been focused on the how of small business. It's been about sharing information, knowledge, experiences, and resources to help you start, run, and grow a profitable small business. To receive more information about The How of Business, including the links to the show note pages, just visit thehowofbusiness.com. Since starting the podcast in April of 2016, we have now released 400 episodes and counting. We release weekly episodes, and we are currently at over 2 million lifetime downloads, and average over 70,000 downloads per month. Thanks to all of you listening worldwide. We have listeners mostly in the United States, but we also have listeners in Canada, Great Britain, Australia, China, Ireland, South Africa, Kenya, and many more countries around the world. I specifically want to mention a few listeners and clients. Liz Power, who's the owner of Awoke Vintage in Brooklyn, New York. Tamia Botjanski, who's the owner of TB Contract Furniture in Los Angeles, California. Brent Shigioka and his son Nicholas, who just launched his law firm Honolulu Family Law Office in Honolulu, Hawaii. And a client, an affiliate partner, and frequent guest on the show, Adam Kirk, who's the founder and CEO of Ustas. They specialize in websites and online marketing for small business owners. Those are just a few of my listeners and partners and friends of the show that I want to specifically say thank you to. I also want to thank my original co-host and business partner, David Begin. He and I started this podcast back in 2016 together. So thanks to David. Thanks to Aubrey Bishop, who edits all of these episodes and does a great job doing so. So thank you, Aubrey. And thanks to my friend, Rene Villalobos, who was my first business partner in my first business venture back in 1991. And of course, I've got to thank my daughter, McKenna Lopez, and her boyfriend, Colin Rhodes. They're listeners and an inspiration for everything that I do. So thank you. I want to share some of my favorite episodes and suggested content that you can find on thehowabusiness.com. I'll start with if you're at a point where you're planning to start your first business. If that's where you find yourself, then I really recommend the content that I've created around Are You Ready? Specifically, there are several podcast episodes that you can find if you go to thehowabusiness.com and click on the podcast link on the menu at the top, then go to the archives and then click on Are You Ready? Episodes. You'll find a series of episodes there that will help you with deciding and determining if you're ready to get started and then how to get launched. Specifically, episode R4, and then the three episodes related to ready, willing, and able. That's content that I would encourage you to listen to if you're at that stage of getting ready or figuring out if you are ready to start your first business. And on that point, I have a very successful and comprehensive online self-paced course that is called Starting Your Business, Are You Ready? With this self-paced course that I created, it'll help you determine if you are ready, willing, and able to start your first small business. And if you're not ready now, what do you need to do to get ready to launch your business? After completing the course, you'll have a clear understanding of what you need to do next to get started 
on your path to business ownership. And it includes your business ownership readiness scorecard that'll help you assess yourself as to where you are today and what you need to do to get ready to start your first business. If you're an existing small business owner, I think the most important and critical first step in developing a business that doesn't depend on you is to develop your systems and your teams. If you've been listening to this podcast for some time, you know that we talk a lot about working on your business, not just in your business, and that you want to build a business as if it's going to be a franchise, even though you may never go beyond just one location. That might be what you need or what you want. There's a lot of this is based on one of the, or actually the most recommended book on this show, and that is The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. It's the number one book recommended when I ask people that I interview for a book recommendation. So that concept of building systems and working on your business, not in your business, is one of the keys to achieving success in owning a profitable small business. You also want to look at your business as always being ready to sell the business even if you have no plans at this point of doing so. We're all going to need to exit our business one way or the other. It's just a matter of when. But if you build a business that's ready to sell, that means that it's a business that doesn't depend entirely on you. And so that's why I recommend, and we've talked often on this show, about preparing your business for sale. I've had the privilege of having John Warlow on as a guest. And so I recommend episode 349, Built to Sell with John Warlow. He's the author of the book, Built to Sell, Creating a Business That Can Thrive Without You. A great book, one of my other highly recommended books. And so in that episode, we talk about how, again, even if you're not planning today to sell your business, why it's so important to build a business as if you are going to sell it. Going back to the point of systems, if you'll listen to episode 242 on business systems, I summarize in that episode a lot of my thoughts on how to and why you need to build systems in your business and and what is a system. Because a system can be everything from a checklist to a software tool to procedures, everything that goes into allowing others to execute in your business so that everything isn't just in your head and you're not the only one that, that can execute or deliver a service or a product for your customers. Building your team is important and key to building the team is learning to delegate. That's something that's often a challenge for us as entrepreneurs. And so I recommend episode 355, Four Reasons to Delegate. That is the, the, the biggest area of content and the biggest areas of challenges that I've observed in doing 400 episodes, in having my own businesses, in interviewing different business owners, and in coaching my clients is that you have to work towards developing your systems and your team so that you can develop an owner-independent business that generates revenues even when you're not there. By the way, I'm always looking for feedback and suggestions on topics that you'd like me to cover on the How of Business. Over 400 episodes, we've covered just about everything related to starting and growing a business, but there's still opportunities and there's still topics that I think up every day, but a lot of it is based on your feedback. So a couple of different ways that you can share with me your thoughts on either how to make the show better or a topic that you'd like me to address in a future episode. You can go to thehowabusiness.com and submit a message to me on the contact us page, or you can also leave a comment on this episode's show notes page at thehowabusiness.com. So other best advice or tips that I've learned and 
developed over my business career, as well as from all of the knowledge that I've had the opportunity to gain from all of the people I've had on my podcast. For aspiring entrepreneurs, those of you who are planning to start your first business, I shared some information on episodes and content related to Are You Ready? But where I'd like you to start first, and I always recommend, is that you start with your why. What is your vision? What is it that's driving you to put in this this effort and to make the sacrifices that are going to be required to get your business started? So that's the most important piece of it. And then you need to properly plan for your business. You know, I have a saying that is you have to plan to succeed, but prepare to fail. I'm not going to talk necessarily in this episode about failure, but that is the reality of starting a business is there are no guarantees that your business is going to be successful. But we're able to avoid some of the common mistakes and plan for a business model that makes sense if we do some planning. So I recently released a couple of episodes related to planning. First is episode 382 on small business plans. On that episode, I lay out some ideas and frameworks and approaches to developing your business plan before you launch your small business. And then very specifically, the key component, in my opinion, of an effective business plan are the financial projections. The financial projections are going to help you try to validate, even though it's a projection, help you validate that your business model component is solid or makes sense and can be profitable. So that's episode 395, Financial Projections for Small Business Startup. That, of course, relates to the money. And the biggest mistake I've observed others who are starting a business make is that you don't have enough working capital. This is a combination of just not having enough resources to get started, not having enough cash in the business to get you through maybe a slower ramp up than you anticipated or lower revenues than you anticipated or unexpected expenses or other things that can happen that we simply can't predict. So the lack of cash is what kills all businesses. And so starting without enough working capital puts you at a tremendous disadvantage from day one. So one of the things that we've talked about a lot on this podcast is to, depending on your resources, or maybe even regardless of your resources, to start as small as possible, to take an MVP approach to how you launch your business. Now, for existing business owners, I've already touched on the concept of working on, not in your business. You want to evolve from a business owner to an entrepreneur, ideally. I know we use those two terms interchangeably, entrepreneurship and business ownership. I really do see them as two separate things. I think a business owner is what we become when we start our first business, but an entrepreneur is someone who gets to the point where the business generates income and continues to be profitable and successful without them being there day to day. And that is, again, all about the systems to run it like a franchise, the financial systems and controls, your team, especially your leadership team that you build over time as your business grows. And it also comes back to the money issue, having enough working capital to get you through unexpected downturns or to be able to make investments when the times are right, and building your business, preparing for an exit, whether it's voluntary or not, whether you plan to sell it today or not, that approach to building a business is what gets you to a business that allows you to step back from it, enjoy the rewards of it, and become an entrepreneur. As far as the top questions I usually get when it relates to starting a business, the biggest question usually is, is this a good business idea? 
And I've talked about this often on this show because the challenging part of it is nobody can really give you a straight answer to that. Nobody knows. I don't know. The most experienced business owner doesn't know. We simply don't know until we try it whether the market is going to accept our idea for a product or a service. And that's the risk at the end of the day. That's the biggest risk with being a business owner. We just don't know. And this concept of whether it's a good business idea applies mostly to when you're starting your business, but it also applies to those of you who launched a business because maybe you were passionate about something or you were just convinced that it was going to work, but maybe the reality has been a little different. So this is about separating the idea from the business model. They are two separate things. I may have a great idea for a business, but if I don't have an underlying business model and that's how the business will generate, create, and, and deliver its product or service in a profitable way that's sustainable and that can grow over time. Now, again, nobody can tell you if you have a good idea or a bad idea with any certainty. There are some things, of course, that you can look at. And if you listen to the show and you listen to the interviews I've done with people who have experience with starting multiple businesses, there are certainly some red flags that you can identify. It's certainly the reason why we want to do business planning and in particular, our financial projections to identify if the business model makes sense. Do you have a profitable business model? How will you make a profit? How will you make a profit over time? Can you make back that initial investment or the investment that you might have to continue to make over time? And can you make back that investment in a realistic period of time? Is it worth then your time? Because there's always an opportunity cost. You could be doing something else. Or is this just a lower paying, harder job than what you may have left to start this business? Those are hard questions, but they're questions that we have to ask, ideally upfront, but then even as we begin in our business and grow our business. And then can the business scale over time? Can it continue to grow at least to the level that you need it to grow so that it provides for you the lifestyle that you were expecting and dreaming of when you first started the business. So a few great episodes, some of my favorite episodes on this topic of business ideas or ideation. Most recently, I released episode 394 entitled Business Ideas with entrepreneur Norman Crowley. That was an inspirational show for me, and I encourage you to listen to it about his thoughts on business ideas. Let me give you a quote from that episode he says, just begin. The customer will fix your idea very quickly. It's much more about execution than the idea. That's Norman Crowley again from episode 394. And I mostly agree with him. I don't think it's about the idea. Sure, ideas are important. And in particular, if you've invented perhaps something completely new, then of course the idea is important. But in my experience, and primarily across all of the people that I have interviewed on my podcast, it's more about the execution than the idea. And the execution comes back to, do you have a solid business model that allows you to deliver on this idea in a profitable manner and that you can grow over time and that does not entirely depend on you delivering that product or service? I also recommend episode R4 on ideation, where I've gathered and summarized a lot of these thoughts on how to come up with, how to develop new business ideas. And then finally, I'd recommend episode 131, Ideation with Mike Stemple. Now, Mike has a slightly different thought and approach here, but he's a brilliant guy 
that is also very inspirational. He does have a different philosophy about whether the idea is is the key or is it execution. But his thoughts on how to come up with new ideas and his belief that everyone has that capability, that creative capability, is also inspirational. Again, that's episode 131 with Mike Stemple. Again, going back for those of you who own a small business, your goal should include developing an owner-independent business, a business that continues to produce revenues and profits even in your absence. So the question I want you to ask yourself now to kind of judge where you're at is, how long can you be gone from your business and truly disconnected or at least mostly disconnected before it begins to falter or fail, before people are desperately waiting to have you answer a question or make certain decisions, before any sales happen because you are the only one doing that, or before you can deliver a service for which you charge because you're the only one that bills uh, or delivers that service. So ask yourself that question. Now, in some types of business, especially professional businesses, is a lot harder to achieve but if you really want to grow from trading hours for dollars and go from being a business owner to an entrepreneur, this is the key. So you want to validate, adjust, pivot, or maybe even you may have to abandon your business model. You have to evaluate your marketing, your pricing, how you're delivering your product or service, how you're making or manufacturing that product or sourcing that. Where is the opportunity for sustained profits over time that don't necessarily depend on you delivering a service yourself? And the business has to grow to a point where you don't have to be there. You can be gone for the business, from the business for an extended period of time so that you really now become an entrepreneur. Now, that doesn't mean that has to be the end goal for everyone. You can have a great business, a lifestyle business that gives you what you need without having to grow it to this level. So don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But for most of us, we're trying to grow a business that gives us a lifestyle that allows us those freedoms, and in particular, the freedom of time. That relates then to perhaps exiting your business, as I've mentioned a couple times already in this episode, either because you have to sell it, or maybe, unfortunately, you might have to shut it down. Again, we might exit the business voluntarily or involuntarily, as if as in when we might have health issues or we pass. And so we do have to plan for a business that we're going to exit at some point in time. And if the business model can't be fixed, going back to that point, then it might be a matter of making that very hard, perhaps the hardest decision to make as a business owner. And that is that you might have to stop this business. You might have to kill this business so that you can move on to something else. If your business is successful and you're thinking it is time to sell it, then there's a couple of episodes of the How a Business that I recommend. Starting with episode 172, where I interviewed my, my friend and frequent guest, David Barnett, on selling your business. And also episode 278 with Mike Finger, also on the topic of selling your business. There are two experts that focus on helping people sell their businesses. On the howabusiness.com, you can find all types of resources beyond just the podcast episodes. I have a whole series of free downloads. Sometimes for those of you who have been listening for some time, you know that they're associated with a particular topic or episode, but you can find those individually at thehowabusiness.com. And those are great resources for you to help you start and grow your, your small business. I mentioned Adam and Ustas. Ustas is our preferred partner for websites and online marketing. So if you're in need of a website, either because you don't have one or yours right now is just 
in major need of an update. That's our trusted partner at a very reasonable price to get you a great looking professional website. So that's Usta's. For franchises, because so many people, uh, franchise might be a great fit. In fact, I am currently considering opening a franchise business and I'm invested as a minority partner in a franchise now as well. But my partner for franchises is Giuseppe Grammatico, the Franchise Guide, and he can help you as a franchise consultant to navigate, narrowing down what franchises might be a good fit for you, and then helping you through that process. Then one of the simplest and most successful partnerships I've had has been with uh, John Wilker, who is the creator of The Simplest Biz. He has an online course that helps you start a shipping products brokerage business. Now that's a fancy term for essentially what it teaches people to do is how to broker wooden pallets, the pallets that are used to ship products. And that has been a great way to, to start a business for a lot of his, his students. And we have a special offer for the How of Business listeners. And you can find that at thehowofbusiness.com. And then I'm excited for a very new relationship with Dan Perry. Daniel Perry was just uh, this past episode, a guest on the podcast, and he introduced how he started a handyman business and he now helps people start their own handyman business. So that's another service partner for a great small business that you can start on the side or maybe even transition to as a full-time business. And then if you're thinking about becoming a podcaster yourself, I've partnered with my friend Mark Hayward on a course that he has and content that I share on my website to help you start your own podcast. So visit thehowabusiness.com for these service partners, more information about them and other service partners that I might have listed there that'll help you with starting and growing your small business. And of course, one of the primary services I offer for my listeners is my coaching program. And I encourage you to schedule a free coaching consultation with me. During this consultation, we'll have a chance to chat about your business plans and I'll offer some guidance and accountability that we all need to achieve success. As an experienced business owner myself, I, I understand the challenges that you're experiencing in either getting started or with growing your business. And a lot of times what I do as a business coach is to help you ask the right questions to help you make progress towards achieving your goals. Again, whether you're getting started with your first business or you're growing an existing small business, I can help you get there. So if you want to find out more about my business coaching services and to schedule your free coaching session, just visit thehowabusiness.com and click on the coaching link at the menu on the menu at the top of the screen. So my takeaway primarily for you from this episode is that starting, running, and growing and successfully exiting a small business is not easy. In my experience, it takes lots of hard work, focused effort, several skills that you have to develop, the right team, and also a bit of luck. But the most important thing, however, is that you need to simply take positive action one step at a time every day towards achieving your goals. And as you enjoy your journey, because you do have to enjoy the process, you just might realize your business ownership dreams. I wish you the best as you continue to start run and grow your small businesses. And thanks again so much for your support and for listening to The How of Business. This is Henry Lopez. Thanks for joining me for this episode of The How of Business. We release new episodes every Monday morning and you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. 
including at our website, thehowofbusiness.com. Thank you for listening to The How of Business. For more information about our coaching programs, online courses, show notes pages, links, and other resources, please visit thehowofbusiness.com.